are listening to the Joe Mays and J Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. Hockey. Hey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. Nine seconds left. Eagles by eight. Pretty. Lines them up. He's back again. He steps up. He's hit. He stumbles. He is throwing it deep for the end zone, and it is batted around and incomplete. And the game is over. The game is over. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Let the celebration begin. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappa. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 261st episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. You know, we uh, it was interesting. You know, I know we talked about it, I think, last week on our other show, but we also talked about it before the show today. We're just sitting here talking sports, and it's like, all right, time to actually click the button and, and actually and talk just record the same else, conversation right? we're already having. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, hey, it is what it is. That's why this show started, and we've said multiple times over the years. But so, welcome to the slowest sports month of the year. This is the best month of it's, the year. I, I wouldn't say it's it's not the worst month of the year. No, no, but, absolutely I mean, not. sports-wise, it's the worst month of the year. Yeah, it's harder I mean, for me you to You get, what, them. baseball all-star game? Yeah. Well, I mean, which, and ba- I mean, there's baseball, obviously, by the but way, it's the only thing that's happening. Tickets to the all-star game this year were significantly cheaper than last year. I, I Where are the they this lottery. year? It's in Washington. Oh. Yeah, and well, the yeah. timing didn't work out real well for me, or otherwise I probably would have tried to uh, to make that happen, but... um. Yeah, the tough thing is you buy tickets, you get the whole like sleeve the whole of tickets, weekend the whole stuff. thing, which is fine. But like, run derby. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, That'd actually, what happens is you get like you get like two tickets to this and three tickets to that, and all, but then it's one ticket to the game. So like you have to buy two things of tickets to yeah. get all that stuff. So gotcha. But. So we have we have been away for a while from the main show here. You know, we did the Bulldog Hour last week, but for the main show, we haven't done it since June 10th. Uh, yeah. You know, not really just kind of the way it happened. I was supposed to do a sh- solo show on June 17th and just didn't work out. So we're a little bit behind on our NFL preview and we actually lost a weekend to do a show in August. So we're really cramming things in that this week and the next time we, we broadcast or next time the show is on. I, I haven't even talked to Justin to see if he's around in two weeks. Uh, so the first we're doing the NFL South division. So AFC and NFC South. 
And then in two weeks, on July 15th, uh, the show will be focused on the AFC and NFC North divisions. So we're getting down to it already. Yeah. Uh, July 15th, you know, you're, we're a good, what, seven weeks from the first game at that yeah. point? What? Teams report this month. Yeah. So. Yeah, re- I mean, really, what, when we're doing the 3rd July show, the 22nd, I think some teams will have reported or will reporting the next day. Yeah. You know, a lot of those rookies, you get a, a few days lead time with the rookies, and then teams that got new head coaches get an extra amount of you're time only as like, well. By, at the end of this week, you're probably a month from the Hall of Fame game. You know, and Hall of Fame. That's usually what that first weekend in August, maybe. Yeah, or, yeah, it's like August fifth like, or yeah, sixth. Yeah, that or like Sunday like that. is usually the game, something like that. So, yeah, um, not that far away, which is crazy. But like we talked about last week on our other show, like um, it's exciting. So, um, and you're ready, right? You you've oh been gosh, ready. Right? I've been ready. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have early been so May. stoked for football seasons for early May. I mean. You know, high school football. I was asking right. about the next season. The I know. Day after I gave the you the game. benefit of of waiting till after the draft. But yes, yes. In reality, the draft is just like the the teaser, and you're like, oh, that was awesome to watch. Now I when's the game? I'm ready for the game now. Yeah. <laughs> so football is right around the corner. Corner. Thankfully, we uh, started our middle school throw around sessions before Memorial Day. The high school is well underway for their voluntary summer activities they They're have a big go to camp in a couple they weeks have a from. big month coming up uh with camp and some big seven on sevens and you know once august comes a month from today man especially this really year ready. everything being bumped up yeah, a week. pennsylvania high school sports especially football are seeing some major changes this year and because of years ago now the climatization period for for heat you know, that was introduced to basically are three weeks of summer practice. Now, the first week's not like the other two weeks, but it's still, they start, I believe, August 6th. Yeah. Then they got a week of practice, the 13th. And then that's what would be the third week of practice. The second week of the full practice is no longer a scrimmage week. It's a game week. Yeah. Wilson has their first game on August 24th at Central Dolphin. So everything shifted a week earlier. So football will come really quickly once July is over. And uh, by then, like you mentioned, NFL will be underway. College will be right around the corner. They'll they'll have been starting their camp. So, yeah. But let's talk about the pros tonight and or this afternoon and do the AFC and NFC South divisions. And we got a bit of a different flavor in the AFC South last year. Yeah. A team that was talked about both, I think, in 2015 and 2016 as being a potential uh, party crasher in the postseason. Well, they finally broke through in 2017, and the Jacksonville Jaguars won the division at 10 and 6. While winning 10 games, they're still wildly inconsistent. They lost a few games you expected them to win, and then they turn around and would win a game you never thought they'd be able to win. But they were a, a new division champion after the Texans had won it two years in a row, and they looked pretty good winning their first two playoff games before blowing it against the Patriots because, yes. let's face it, the Jaguars, they sh- they had New England on the ropes and should have been representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. And not that it's the only reason for this, but um, after the Super Bowl, um, a lot of Eagles and Eagles coaches and things talked or alluded to the way the AFC championship game played out and talked about that's helped some of that or fortify some of that mentality of you need to keep – going at the Patriots. You cannot let up because as soon as you let up, they're going to, they're past you. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, yeah, the Jags, while they did have a breakthrough and, and definitely a successful season, like still, you know, one of those, they go from like awful season to jumping up to you have the bitter taste in your mouth from the sense of they should have been in the Super Bowl. You know, like, <laughs> yep. they, um, yeah. So, you know, now it's to see if you can sustain it, and that's can be just as hard sometimes. So, so the Jaguars will try to defend their division title, but a team that hasn't won a division title in over a decade, the Tennessee Titans, did make the playoffs last year as a wild card team at nine and seven. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. The, the uh, excuse me, uh, in the divisional, yeah, in the divisional playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, uh, um. They'll look to repeat their success this year. A little bit of a surprise success last year. I'm not sure yeah. too many people thought the Titans were going to be anything to write home about. And then you have the Texans, who probably should have been at least the wild card representative, if not the division title holders last year, if their star quarterback hadn't gotten injured uh, yeah. in the early part of the season. And he is looking to rebound along with the Texans, who if they can stay healthy, they're probably going to be a team to watch. And the same thing can be said about the Colts, because when Andrew Luck was healthy, he was building to something, but he hasn't been healthy now in what seems like three years. Yeah, yeah. And some question whether he's ever going to be healthy. You yeah. Know, and that, that uh, can make it a little tough. So. Well, let's. Uh, we've been doing them in alphabetical order, so let's continue that trend. So we're going to start down in Houston with the Texans, and again, Deshaun Watson burst onto the scene last year and just played absolutely incredibly, was racking up the offensive statistics before it was announced, I believe, during the bye week, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, um, week seven? Wait, I thought he heard it in Seattle. He heard it after the bye. Okay, was it? I don't, I don't. I can't recall now. I, I thought for some reason yeah, because... it came out like, during the bye week, but... I thought it was after, and then, yeah, I, I think it is after because they lost that game 38-41, but he played insane and finished the game, and then I think he got hurt, and... Um, yeah, here we go. It was after, yeah. actually, it was after week nine. All right, I thought it was earlier in the season. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it was after this. I think this is saying Tom this Savage was. Yeah, so because um, he finished the game and it was an amazing game and he almost beat Seattle in Seattle. Um, they lost, but then he had the torn ACL and was out. Yeah, um, and they would struggle the rest of the year without right, him, right. only winning one game. Right, uh, and he was Cardinals. lighting it up. Um, well on his way to Offensive Rookie of the Year. You know, maybe, maybe some bigger things depending on how the team does, but was having a great year. Uh, torn ACL. I have seen some people jump on that. Well, he's you know he's already banged up. He's, he's never going to make it in the NFL. RG three like, syndrome. Is yeah. That what so I mean, and that is a risk. But like, I, I don't know. You watch you watch him play. He he was he was doing things with his arm too. Like not it wasn't oh, ju- yeah, it was. wasn't just him running. Like he was doing more with his arm. So um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how O'Brien can help continue to develop him. Hopefully he comes along and, and continues to develop there. And that could be really exciting for, for Houston, who's looking to jump back into those playoffs. Right. And I mean, when he was there, the offense was so different than uh, when Savage took over. 
with what he was doing with DeAndre Hopkins was was just crazy. Yeah. And um, when Will Fuller was healthy, th- when you have Fuller, Hopkins, and Watson, and now you have Sammy, and Coates. now they added Sammy Coates. Uh, yeah. Not Bruce Ellington is is no slouch. Braxton yeah. Miller, the slash guy from Ohio right. State, great uh, when you can use him as that slash guy instead of the number two wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. and um, Lamar Miller, Dante Foreman, Alfred Blue in the backfield. Uh, you know, right. it's they they've got dynamic playmakers there even if they are overlooked a little bit because i don't because they're it's not like houston's a small market it's just they kind of get overlooked nationally and yeah. the the texans you know they don't exactly always get the respect that they deserve and i think and it's a big if if they stay healthy they could absolutely make some noise in but the afc we we see here this is clearly as a Deshaun Watson goes the Texans. Oh, oh, absolutely. Like 100%. Because there is no real plan B at quarterback. And the defense, while they have some stars, is not the defense of old. You know, like they're going to be solid, but they're not going to be, you know, we talk about injuries on offense. J.J. Watt, you know, has some injury history now that's going back a few years. Um, You know, uh, Jadavion Clowney has come around and, and ha- been a really good uh, pro for them. Can they put it all together? That basically is Houston. Can they put it all together? They need everything to kind of fall right, which any team that is going to have a successful season kind of needs to happen. But, um, you know, I think that that error for, you know, that room, that error for or margin of error is really, really thin for Houston. Like, you could see like a couple things not going right in this team winning five games. You know, mm-hmm. you could see everything going right in my opinion. Seeing this team win ten or eleven games. Um, Do you it, think if they fail to make the playoffs, you think O'Brien? I think gone? I think O'Brien's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Well, yeah. so I, I really do. They they got a tough early season schedule. They got to go to New England, go to Tennessee, host the Giants, go to the Colts. Two other four games. In the division, and then, and, uh, and then they have the Cowboys. Then they have well, at least they host the Cowboys. Right. Uh, they host the Bills. Go to Jacksonville. Two. Host Miami. Go to Denver before they're buying Week Ten. So it, it's not an easy schedule, especially three out of four on the road to start the season, and two out of those four teams were playoff teams. Yeah. It's tough. It, it's tough, but. If they can stay healthy, this team is much better than what were they were were they five and eleven last year or four and twelve? I don't remember. I can't recall either. It's, they were four and twelve. Yeah, oh, man, it's a lot worse than than I thought they were. Well, they were on their way probably. You know, I probably overrated them a little bit at the beginning because I was thinking that they were more like six and ten or seven and nine. Uh, no, when Watson went out, well, they were. And here's the thing: they, Watson was tearing it up, and they were right hovering around 500. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the wheels literally fell off. Yeah. So, but this team is better than four and twelve if they stay healthy. Right. Will they do that? It's it's tough to say, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're gonna go. They're gonna be right at that borderline area, and I'm gonna say nine and seven. Okay, I'm gonna say eight and eight. Okay, I'm gonna say nine and seven. And I'm going to say second. I'm going to say eight and eight. I'm going to say third. Okay. 
So I think the Texans are going to be close, but not quite there. I don't know if they'll, they probably will be in the hunt for a wild card. Don't know if they're going to get it. We'll get to that in, in future episodes. But yeah, Houston Texans for me, nine and seven, second place in the AFC South. Justin says eight and eight, third place in the AFC South. Moving on alphabetically to the Indianapolis Colts. And we mentioned they've had a bit of a tough going of late because all well, their star quarterback has been injured and missed a ton of time the last two years. Really, ever since they <laughs> pulled the plug on, uh, or really brought up to Flategate, things yeah. have not gone their no. way. So, no. you know, I'm sure New England would say that's karma, uh-huh. or others would just say it's coincidence. But, yeah, it's been a real rough time for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, also 4-12 and last year, they able to beat the Texans on New Year's Eve to get to 4-12. and But they had a... They beat the Texans twice. <laughs> <laughs> they did, yeah, they did. And the Niners and the Browns. Not they a beat the strong. Niners before Garoppolo was there. That's true. Now the Browns have a whole new look team, and then they beat the Texans right. both times without Watson. By the way. Oh yeah. Yep. So, yep. Uh, but honestly, I don't. Man, uh, they have a new head coach who local, I like, local guy. Yeah, Frank Wright. Uh, LL South guy. One of two PA. LL guys to be hired as yeah, a coach. Yeah, how crazy this year. is that? Yeah, that's nuts. Cedar Crest and Manheim Central, which. I believe, I believe may actually be bordering school districts. Like there may be parts of Mannheim Central that touch the Lancaster County border, and Cedar Crest I think comes down to hmm. Lebanon County. I don't know, but like that's kind of crazy. Schools right next to each other, in theory, um, are ha- each have a head coach in the. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So Frank Reich, uh, you know, he just is coming off of winning the Super Bowl with the Eagles. He's hired as head coach after all the hullabaloo surrounding the guy who lost the Super Bowl, McDaniels, yeah. who was supposed to be their head coach, actually backed out. Frank Reich actually had to use his coaching staff that he basically had hired, that the Colts had hired, because it was supposed to be McDaniels. So it'll be interesting, uh, interesting uh, situation there in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, in the draft, they grabbed Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame. It's a good you know, pick. It's a high pick for an interior offensive lineman, but it he is. was considered basically the best player in the draft, not named Saquon Barkley. And you need, like, regardless of whether Andrew Luck is going to return and, and be the guy in Indianapolis, whether he can return and be the guy, you need to protect whoever is going to be back there. So building that line, investing in that line, not a bad place to start. We've seen Jacoby Brissett do a lot yeah. of good things, and he actually did it last year. Now, he's not surrounded by a ton of talent. He's not. He's not. Um, you know, who's it going to be at running back? Is it going to be Mack, who's more of a home run hitter? Is it going to be Christine Michael, who's bounced around through a few teams? Robert Turbin, who I think was just suspended. Yeah. Uh, and then at wide receiver, you know, they still got T.Y. Hilton, but what yeah, else is it. there? Yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, you know, they brought in Eric Ebron at tight end from the Lions. Uh, they just struck out with the tight ends. Yeah. You know, they drafted um, Adam, wait, no, Allen and Fleener in back to back years ago when they're both gone. Right. And is Fleener with the Saints yeah, now and putting yeah. up number now? When well, Drew no, Brees he, is I your think, Well, I think he was concussed, and I think they're oh, wondering uh-huh. if he's going to be able to play again. Oh, jeez. Uh, and Allen went to New England, I think. Right. Yep. So, but they are they are trying to protect the quarterback. So. Um, we saw them do it a few years ago with Costanzo, the tackle. Now they got Nelson, the guard. Uh, you know, we'll see 
if uh, the defense can do anything. Uh, not a ton of big name talent to jump out there uh, at you. So, you know, but sometimes that's good. Sometimes you, you don't want those big right. names. You want people to make names for themselves. But be, yeah, and sometimes a new coaching staff can mean a significant bump in the standings just because they're bringing new schemes that the other yeah. teams aren't familiar with. Uh, it's breathed life into a team. But even with luck, even if luck is 100% and is the guy he was three years ago, I just don't know that this team has enough talent to no, do not, too much. They're not good. They're... Yeah, they're they're a team that's looking to kind of revamp and and build here, um, and so we'll we'll have to see how that kind of plays out. Like you said, there was a lot of turmoil with getting a coaching staff in. Um, you know, it could be a bump a year, and so you could have some of those guys be one and done, basically. And uh, I hope it's not Frank Wright. No, I don't <laughs> think it is either, and I think that's probably he was in a position. I'm sure he kind of looked out for himself when he was negotiating this because. Not a real favorable position to be in now. If if Andrew Luck comes back and is healthy, but like, yeah, that's the, another big. I mean, I love Andrew the first Luck two teams we're talking. Andrew Luck about. hasn't like thrown a real football. He threw like a the college size football like a month ago. That was like the first time he's thrown a football in like a year and a half. Think about that as an NFL quarterback, not throwing a football for a year and a half because you're afraid your shoulder's going to explode. Yeah. Well, I mean. If they're going to make some noise, they could possibly do it early. Now, they do face both of the teams that were in the Super Bowl last year on the road in the first five weeks, but they also play teams that are probably thought to be around 500 or unknowns. They open with the Bengals at home. They have to go to the Red Redskins. They also get to host the Texans. Uh, that, that's in between the Eagles-Patriots game. They go to the Jets. They host the Bills. They go to the Raiders. They have the Jaguars, Titans, Dolphins, Jaguars, Texans. Cowboys weren't much last year. Giants were nothing last year. And then you have the Titans again. So This is one of those, one of the worst teams in football. This is what your schedule gets to look like sometimes. Which, I mean, is great for them. Other than having to play the Eagles and Patriots, who knows what to think about the rest of the teams? Because yeah. I don't think everyone's sold on the Jaguars and the Titans. Nope. Texans are kind of an unknown. Yep. So I think the way the schedule sets up, that if they start off well enough, Maybe they get some confidence and start blowing through after that week nine bye. Yeah. And, hey, maybe they do challenge for a wild card. I just don't know that the talent is there for them. I'm going to say last place at 5-11. and 11. Yeah, I'm going to say last place at – I think they win four. I think they're 4-12. The same and thing, 4-12. I, I think – If if Luck plays the whole season, I think they can win five. I agree. If, if Luck plays the whole season – But that's a huge – I put him if? at like six probably, at least. I think he's good enough to win them six games even with that – bad roster um i think there's no way like i think there's a better chance that the eagles win the super bowl again than there is of luck playing 16 games this season wow like yeah i'm not saying it either one is likely to say last year at this time right right <laughs> i'm not saying it's likely but i say well even if you give the eagles like maybe a five to ten percent chance of of repeating yeah I don't think I put Aaron, uh, Andrew Luck on playing 16 games, like which he hasn't done probably since. If he plays, if he plays 10 time. to 12, I call. I think it's a successful year for the Colts. I think. Yeah. Do you think he starts on pup? Yeah. You think he does? I think the Ooh. Colts. I think there are serious conversations this year over whether Andrew Luck's career is over. Ouch! Like legit over. I think that's going to be the dominant thing that you're talking about about the Colts leading up through October. 
So the Jaguars are the defending division champions. They started off iffy, rotating wins and losses last season before beating the Colts on October 22nd and only losing once between then and Christmas Eve. But that one was a shocker to the Cardinals, who were not good last year. That was one of those games that we mentioned probably shouldn't have lost. Uh, but they, you know, they there were a couple games that you're like, wow, how did they win that? Including ones like the Chargers in overtime. That was a crazy game. And also against the Seahawks, which I really think it took until December 10th for people to realize that Jacksonville could be for real. And the funny thing is, and even though they blew out the Texans the next week, they lost their last two games to stumble into the playoffs. Now, it didn't hurt them because they rebounded, we know, and won their first two playoff games uh, before um, falling to uh, the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship game. But they were able to hold on against the Bills in the wild card game and then shock the in Steelers. In one of the ugliest playoff football games you'll ever right. see. But then shock the Steelers in an Ooh. offensive explosion in Pittsburgh, uh, 45-42, and then losing to New England. But, you know, they were 10-6, 4-2 and in the division, 9-3 and against AFC opponents, and they were putting up points, which was a big thing for them. And yeah. that was kind of – I don't want to say – like Bortles didn't have anything to do with it because he had a few great games, but he wasn't a great quarterback last year, but he was better than he had been. And that's kind of right. what all they needed. Right. That's all they needed. And honestly, I, th- I feel like that's what they need this year. Oh, absolutely. Like they just need him to be better than last year. They don't need him to be a pro bowl quarterback. They need him to be better than last year. Well, and well, and they need to coach him as if he is better than last year. Man, they got scared in the second half that day. Of the yeah. They, well, let's face it, despite putting up some solid offensive numbers, they won based on defense last oh year. Gosh. They had six defensive pro bowlers in Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Bowie, Kalei Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe, Malik Jackson, and Telvin Smith. Hmm. Now, they did suffer one big defensive yeah. loss when our boy Paul Puzlesny hung him up. He's been yeah. one of our favorite players in the NFL for over a decade now, and mostly because he played four years at Penn State and was a beast. And I don't remember who the player was. It might, was it was it Jalen Ramsey? Who was the no? It was, no, it was one of, Telvin. Wasn't it Smith? Wasn't it might have been Telvin. Smith. It was one of the linebackers. Yeah, I can't which who one. talked about like Puzlesny and what it meant playing like alongside him and all that stuff. That's an incredible thing. So you you should look that up and watch that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I I mean I I still like what the Jaguars have done. I don't I I don't know if they can build. Like, if, that's basically where I'm at right now. Well, they won, I, I want to see it. Like, they won 10 games last year, and I feel right. like they could have won more. Yeah. If Bortles can have the same What's impact that schedule going to look year? like this year? Yeah, well, like, we're going to take you look that, at a yeah. bunch of those teams that they beat last year, they didn't beat a ton of – they did beat good teams. They didn't beat all bad teams, but they did beat a bunch of bad teams. Right. Because of their division. Right, right. Because of the division and the schedule that they had had coming in. Because they hadn't lived up to expectations, but that's going to change now. They're going to have, a, I imagine, a tougher schedule this year, and with that, it can be a little interesting. If Bortles is serviceable, and they get the great one-two punch of Fournette and Yeldon, again, Fournette has to stay healthy, kind of a theme in this division. Uh, you have Marquise Lee, who started to do some stuff last year, Dante Moncrief, and D.D. Westbrook. Unfortunately, they lost Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. He moved on to the Bears, who we'll talk about in a few weeks. You know that's a that's a probably a fine wide receiver core. They did it without Robinson last year because he was missed right. almost the entire season with a torn ACL. Um, tight ends, you know, they got some interesting guys there now. 
with uh, Niles Paul from the Redskins and Safarian Jenkins, who's been all over the place in his years in the league between yeah. the Bucks and the Jets. So they have um, they have size there and skill at the tight end position. Offensive line was a highlight last year. I believe they have most, if not all, of those guys returning for them. And then we know defensively they were just absolutely electric yeah. uh, on the defensive side of the ball. They just un- unfortunately couldn't get it done in the moments that counted there at the end of the AFC Championship game. Yeah. But they certainly have the swagger. Uh, they're kind of like they've kind of become what we thought might happen when Gus Bradley was there, kind of like Seattle South. Yeah, and, and, and that that um, confidence and that swagger that you need on the defensive side of the ball. Right. They've lived up to the hype. At least they did last year. Can they do it again this year? Right. And I I like what they've done. I I still you ready for me to give my wins for them? Yeah, go ahead. I I think they're going to win ten games again okay. this year. Um, I have them winning the division at ten at ten wins. Okay. Yeah, one right in front of right for me. The Texans are at nine and seven, so we have two and four, and we need to get. I need to get one and three. You have three and four, and now one. So I guess we know where the Titans are yeah. for you. But I want to look at the schedule here. They go. The Jags go to the Giants before hosting the Patriots, the Titans, and the Jets. They go to Kansas City, to Dallas, host the Texans, host the Eagles in London. In London before they're by. Hopefully, the Eagles give up a better. Uh event there than than the Ravens did last year. <laughs> yeah. The Jaguars are used to traveling to London. I believe they've done it every year for like the yeah. last five years. So that's no new thing for them. They do end the season with three out of four games on the road, including two Miami. That's not a huge, huge <laughs> road game, game for them. Um, just moving throughout the state, but then have to go to Houston to finish the season in week 17. They so, do have the Steelers, I, right. which they, I'm from Pittsburgh is going to want that one, but it's in Jacksonville. They are. They are. They, uh, but look at some of the teams that they play, though. Well, think about it. They get to play Indianapolis twice. Patriots, Chiefs, Eagles, Steelers. Yeah, but they get to play the Jets. Both New York teams. Yeah. So, I, it's I mean, gonna it's, be, they're going to have to earn it, but I, I think they can. Yeah. I think they can get the I, I'm going to go. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say I think they stick it out at first. And they go ten and six. That's why I said the Texans right there, but not quite. So I think Jags first at ten and six, Texans right behind them at nine and seven. So last team is the Titans, and they're gonna slot in at three and two for us yeah. respectively. Uh, but last year they were a little bit of a surprise, I think, for a lot of people. Didn't expect them to do all that much. Um, but Mariota started to put on a show. He was coming back off of injury from the year before. Uh, they started off a little bit slow, um, winning only two of their first five, but then they rattled off six out of seven wins with their only loss to the Steelers. Uh, then they had a little bit of a trouble at the end of the season against yeah. teams that weren't any good except for the Rams. All right. Although the 49ers were in their Garoppolo renaissance, so yeah. I guess you can't really hold them much against them there. They did only lose by two. They played the Rams tough only losing by four before beating the Jaguars in a game they needed to win to make the playoffs. So uh, they finished nine and seven and beat the Chiefs in that amazing game where they were getting absolutely whipped early on and then came back and upset them 22 to 21 before getting blown out by the Patriots in the divisional round the next week. Yeah, I... The Titans, I feel like, honestly, are the hardest team to figure out in this division. I think the Colts are bad. I think Houston, if healthy, is is good, but 
they really fine line there between um, wheels coming off with injuries and, and being a contender. I think Jacksonville's building in the right direction. And, you know, when, when you can do it with the way they played offense last year and you can still put up those wins, if you can continue the growth on offense, you're, you're probably going to be all right. Tennessee's interesting. Can Mariota stay healthy? We've seen him get injured a few times now. Mm-hmm. Um, can they pass the ball? It was actually – their passing game became a bit of an enigma last year. Like yep. They couldn't – you know, it, it was a problem for them. They they win so many ugly games. Yeah, they um, do. That being said, winning ugly games is better than losing ugly games. Oh, yeah. Ask the Chargers, right? <laughs> right. So, you look at this and – I think they're getting better. Like, I don't know that I... I think it's going to be harder to hold off Houston this year, but I don't think they have enough to catch the Jags. I, but I think they're yeah. solid enough. I'm going to put them right back at 9-7 and seven and in second place. Like, I know that essentially matches last year. Like, wins for them are the same, and the wins for the, the Jags are the same. And I don't necessarily think it plays out exactly the same as it did last year, but I just... I think they're an above 500 team if Mariota can stay healthy, but I don't see them winning double digit games and, you know, running away with the division or anything. Maybe, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see how running back plays out. Yeah. Well, this is Derek Henry's team now yeah. in terms of running back with, uh, uh, oh. and he's, he's shown flashes and they added Deion Lewis, which, right, which is, I think, and look, but look at healthy. the rookie they added too, oddly from yeah. Iowa. Yeah. So, They've, they've got an they've interesting, got a good stable. running core there. They have a good offensive line. They've got the pieces. Like I look at this roster, and you know there are injury things, and maybe not as many stars as like on Houston per se. You know, there's more names you know on Houston's roster, especially on the offensive side. But you look at it. I like their line better than Houston's, and I like. Yeah, well, it, it went healthy. Didn't one of them tear? Didn't Conklin tear an ACL? I, he 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 may have. But yeah, yeah when Conklin and Lawan are healthy, those are right, what right, bookends right. right there. Right, exactly. So, that, I just feel like you know you have you have some interesting things there. I I think. Um, I guess my biggest question, at least offensively, is do the receivers stack up? Right. So there you you come to. How like when you break down the the blame of the passing game being an issue? Do you go with oh it's on the quarterback? Do you go with well look at the wide receivers? Yeah, I mean, or I, like it's I don't probably, like to want to disrespect those probably guys. somewhere in between. But they I don't mean, have the stud wide receivers, but the quarterback's not necessarily making them into studs. Either. Right, Campanero, Corey Davis, Richard Matthews, Tajay Sharp. Um, you know, those are the biggest names that I can pull out right there. And those aren't very big names, at no. least not yet. Rashard Matthews is a veteran, and he's had a very good time in Tennessee, you know. But they didn't hold on to uh, uh, Eric Decker. He's no. gone after one year yeah. there. Rashard Walker is their best receiver. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if we're if we're including the tight ends, Walker is. But he else didn't he have an injury issue last year? I think he did, and he kept playing because they're in the playoffs, like playoff race. I think so. Um, we'll see, but I, I I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, I think the Titans are. About where they were last year, I'm actually going to knock them down a peg to eight and eight, and that's hence my third yeah. uh, finish for them there. But 
it'll it'll be interesting to see what they're able to do. If hey, if Mariota has a great year, they're probably going to be winning nine or ten games. Oh, absolutely. If Mariota plays sixteen games, um, and is I'd say maybe let's say sixteenth or better. Like if we were to rank quarterbacks next year and uh, come December, or so and Mariota is sixteen or better, I think you're looking at the Titans nine or ten wins. You know, and and a legit chance to win the division. Yeah. Like, and it would be exciting. Like this, in my opinion, th- this has the makings to be a three-way race. Like it, but there's a lot that relies on health there. I don't think the Colts, even if Andrew Luck is healthy, yeah, have enough right. to push them. But it could be interesting because if he's healthy, then all of a sudden I think maybe they get to five or six wins, and five or six, like that one or two wins might determine who who those wins were against. Mm-hmm. Might determine who wins this division. You know, yep. so. Um, Andrew Luck is going to have a has the potential to have an you know an impact on the outcome of this division. I just don't think it's necessarily with who the Colts you know are looking down on. Right, right. So that's the end of the AFC South. Just to recap, we both have Jacksonville winning the division. My second place team is Houston. Your second place team was the Titans. Yep. We flip flop there, two and three, yep. and then fourth we're. We're riding with the Colts. Uh, the name of the game in that division is injuries. Yeah. Like, like who stays healthy, who finished the season, that's what's really going to determine so, where those teams finish. Something that I saw come up this week, and it's just kind of part of the segue here. Would the Bucks be better off if they had taken Marcus Mariota? I, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's been the better quarterback on and off the field. Yeah. So, you know, there were times that I really bought into Winston and the Bucks last year. Oh, me too. But let's see uh, if we're going to be buying what they're selling this year after really, really disappointing us and, more importantly, for them, their fans. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll get – that'll be a conversation. We were completely like wrong with this division. Like this one – or at least I was. I was way off because I had New Orleans as the worst team in the division. I think I might have too. I thought the time ran out on them. Which is twice now because I gave up Drew Brees in fantasy a couple of years ago because <laughs> I thought that show was over. Um, I, do, I really – I honestly – and we're going to get into this as we talk these teams here. I think last year was an enigma. For New Orleans? Yeah, I really oh, do. Oh, see, I'm thinking I might be buying in. But see, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the ones we've done already. I'm like, I have like so much of the same happening. I, and that doesn't happen in the NFL. No, I You I, get yeah, like six yeah. new teams in the playoffs on average every year. Have we done – much change at all yet i know i know i know the first one first one i took what we did the afc west we did the afc west i took the broncos winning did you okay because i I would see i went with the chiefs again right right then we both went rams and now this was the third one we both went jack and now we're here okay so you know what let's change it up all right well we're gonna go again in alphabetical order but last year just to remind you the Saints won the division at 11 and 5, broke the tiebreak with Carolina, who finished second. They both made the playoffs. Oh, as did the Atlanta Falcons, who finished yeah. third in the division at 10 and 6, and they were the final seed in the NFL playoffs, with Tampa Bay finishing fourth at a distant 5 and 11. And uh, Tampa Bay, um, oh, sorry, I'm reading something not even related to 2017. So that's my bad <laughs> on that. Uh, 
But so we're going to start with the Atlanta Falcons, who I said, you know, they were 10 and 6 last year, a year after losing, blowing the Super Bowl. They still had a pretty good follow up season for a team coming off of such a devastating yeah. loss. Yeah. They were able to upset a division winner in the LA Rams in the wildcard playoffs and looked yeah. good doing it. They gave the Eagles, who would eventually win the Super Bowl, all they could handle before falling Eagles in the divisional it control round. control all the way. 15 to 10. But uh, yeah, they had another good year. Uh, Matt Ryan looked great once again. You know, they they had a rough early middle of the year. Uh, I was celebrating in week six after the Dolphins upset yeah. them. Uh, and that win looked better as the year progressed. Even though the uh, Falcons lost the next week to the Patriots, uh, they only wa- lost three of their next, what, ten games or yeah. something like that, including wins over the Seahawks, Saints, and Panthers in the final ten weeks of the season. Yeah, so they won their way back into it, mm-hmm. certainly. Yep. Yeah, they were sitting at 4-4 four and four in week nine after losing to the Panthers uh, on the road. And then they rebounded and won uh, six of their next eight, yeah. losing just to the Vikings and Saints. Both teams were which right. Were in the it's playoffs, tough. Yeah, so. it's tough to be that third team in your division to make the playoffs because that means the teams ahead of you aren't losing. Right. You know? So, um, yeah. Um, I honestly, this is one of those where I feel like this is the Chargers version in the NFC for me where like <laughs> I don't buy into the quarterback as much as a lot of people do. Well, I, I yeah, I was never, but I've, kind of, but I've kind of swung from the, Oh, I think he's not good. Like I did with Phillip rivers. Like I did, I thought Phillip rivers was very overrated and I feel like Matt Ryan is still a little bit there. Like they're not at the same spot here, but I've come back and be like, well, Phillip rivers is better than a lot of other quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. So I feel that way about Matt Ryan right now. Like I don't feel like Matt Ryan is one of the top, few quarterbacks in the league top 10 yeah okay yeah but i think we're more in that seven to ten instead of five to one okay however i think when the other pieces are in place and i saw some of this last year from atlanta that top 10 matt ryan is good enough Mm -hmm. um and i look at how how many things didn't go their way last year and they were still able to put things together like Julio Jones. Now, some of that's because the defense concentrates so much on Julio Jones, like down the stretch. Like, and I get that, like, and that's where you have to hit your other weapons. And they did. Um, but I look at the things that went against the Falcons last year and they were still able to put it together. Like you said, they, they, if there was a team that was set up for a Super Bowl hangover, you know, unbelievable, you know, like, but instead, you know, they had a shaky start, but they really put it together down the stretch. And I think they're poised to make a big run uh, this year. Um, I think, well, looking at their schedule, they start out at Philly, you know. Um, that's going to be an interesting one because that is, you know, they'll raise the banner, all that stuff in, in Philly. It's mm-hmm. going to be an emotional thing. And you never know what you're going to get there. You might get some of that, you know, emotion boiling over into the game, but you also get one of those teams that tends to be a little bit more focused and it's right. not the team that's being celebrated. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, we've seen that before. Right. You know, Let's just look at last year. Right. So, you know, that, that one, but then no joke, they have the Panthers and Saints at home right away. Yeah. And then they play the Buccaneers in middle of October. So all they play division, all three yeah. of their divisional home games before October bef- 14th. Right. And then October 14th. And then they're away. 
three out of the last look four at the weeks. Way they end week four out of the last six weeks. Well, yeah. So if you look at weeks nine through seventeen, they only have three home games. Right. So and after October twenty second, they only have three home games the remaining part of the season. Yeah, and they're definitely Ooh. a team that plays better at home. Look at the schedule Ooh. from November eighteenth onward. Yeah, November Cowboys. 18th. Now, one of the home games. Right. But at the Saints. And the Ravens. Ravens, bye. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the, the Packers. Packers. In December. Yeah. So, December if you 9th. are at the Packers, you want to be at the Packers like September 23rd, you know, like not December 9th. No. Then host the Cardinals, who they're a team right. that, you know, we're kind of iffy and then on. at the Panthers. But at the at Panthers, the at the Bucks. Okay. So. They were 10 and 6 last year. They were 10 and 6. Yeah. Oh. They're ten and six last year. You know, I'm going to put place. them at ten and six again. Okay, I but think they're I think they're better than last more year. More importantly, where in the division at ten and six? Now we didn't touch on they brought in Calvin Ridley in the draft. Yeah, like, I'm going to put them at first in the division. Ooh, yeah. Falcons yeah. back on top at yeah. ten and six. It's going to be a competitive. It's not a, it's not a worst the first, but when we look at the teams that are actually competing here, yeah, yeah, of the three. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. I'm putting them up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, they, they still got Matt Ryan, and they still have um, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman at running back. You know, they – they it, Julio Jones struggled last year with some injuries. And, and it's interesting. There's kind of a weird dynamic there right now with Julio Jones. Yeah. They, yeah. We, yeah. We're not going to get into yeah. that much, to, you know, but Julio Jones is still a number one receiver. <laughs> yes. They – Brought in Calvin Ridley. This is exactly like when they had Roddy White and brought in Julio Jones. Yes. Now they have Julio Jones bringing Calvin Ridley. Right. They still have Mohamed Sanu there. And uh, Justin Hardy. And they have ju- like, right. They have Justin Hardy as well. So their wide receiver crew <sighs> is fine. Austin Hooper at tight end was great at times last year. Yep. Logan Paulson's there as well. Yeah. Um, offensive line. Alex Mack still one of the best. Jake Matthews has been a great um, early draft pick for them. Andy Levitre, I've always liked Brandon Fusco, yep. Jamil Douglas. So, you know, they've yeah, got I, a decent amount along the offensive line as well. And it's can they keep it together on defense? They, they've moved Vic Beasley around some time. I heard he's going back, I think, to end, though, this year. I thought that's what I had heard. But, you know, I I, I love Desmond Trufant, the cornerback. I wanted yeah. him to be drafted by the Dolphins a few years ago. I I like the Falcons as well. Yeah. Um, oh man, where do I want to go with them there? Though that's the thing. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'll say ten and six, but I think I'm gonna say second. All right, all right. So yeah, I I, I might come. I might kick myself for that if they win the division because I'm really you're I'm saying the, I'm you're all one in on or the two. Bucks, huh? I'm one or two with them. So I'm just it's tough for me. No, I I get it. I get I, it. What gives me pause is the schedule, honestly. Yeah, schedule's tough. So, but I'll say ten and six and second place for the Falcons. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it out there because you already have figured it out. Yeah. My number one team for the AFC or excuse me the NFC South is gonna be the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they're following up an eleven and five. I'm season. gonna be honest. This pick stuns me. Really? Oh my gosh! You think? Yeah. More so. More so probably than any other team we've gone It's on. Now, we just talked about how you and I picked, first of all, our picks line up a lot. Second of all, we've had a lot of repeats from last year, which we know doesn't always play out. Right. But this one surprises me. This one surprised me from you. I, I just, I know there's... I, there's and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not, yeah. There's I, a bunch of yellow cards and flags flying around saying yeah. why it shouldn't be. But I feel like 
the years that they've been which is strong, why it's going to happen. <laughs> no one really expected them to be great. Right. So, the expectations are now are lesser a little bit now. Now because they were in the shadow of the Saints last year and the Falcons the year before, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe they can come back because I've done a 180 and this isn't a recent development on Cam Newton. When he was coming out of college, yeah. out of Auburn, I was not a fan. I did not think he was going to do what needed to be done in the NFL. Huh. But he has completely changed my mind because he's done it. Like yeah. this isn't just talk. He has right. performed on the field sometimes being the only guy. Yeah. To do it, carrying his team. I agree. So, you know, I'm now I'm like, all right, Cam, let's do this this year. And I've always had a thing for the Panthers just because Kerry Collins was there, mm-hmm. the first quarterback for the Panthers. So I've always liked the Panthers. Uh, just, you know, in my head, that's just a team that I've always, I've always liked. And it, it killed me not to root for them a few years ago in the Super Bowl, but I wanted Peyton Manning to win. So, yeah. you know, sometimes the, those uh, two things come together and you got to make a choice. But, uh, they are, you know, a little bit different in the backfield this year from years of having D'Angelo Williams, who I know left a few years ago. But now Jonathan Stewart is gone. But Christian McCaffrey was electric last year, and they brought in C.J. Anderson, and then and they have Harrisburg product, project or Cam- product Cameron Artis Payne, right? And, uh, and Ken Ken Barner. Barner. I, I know, like he kind of floats around there as like the fourth guy right. for a lot of different teams. But yeah, I like what they've done there. Um, well, and and go ahead. I, I was just going to say, continuing with the wide receivers, Devin Funches is entering a contract year. Mm-hmm. That's usually a big thing for people. They drafted DJ Moore. Yep. And they also have a, three underrated guys in Curtis Samuel, Torrey Smith, who came over from the right. Eagles, and Jarius Wright. Yep. So I think they've they've pieced together a solid wide receiver. Is it core. electric? Is it no. a number one? But is it one of the better? And speed. Co- wide receiver cores that they've had in a while. Yeah. What, more like, Samuel Smith and Wright yeah. slot and speed. And then you have Funches with the height. Yep. You know, it's too I, bad they couldn't get the Kelvin Benjamin thing to work out. But right. I, I don't, I like the wide receiver core. It's, it's not as great as what Atlanta has, but it's deeper than what Atlanta but has. But you look at that and then you also have Greg Christian McCaffrey coming out of the oh, backfield. And oh, Greg and Greg Olson. Olson. Tight yeah. End. So, yeah, I, I think. You've got a lot of a lot of pieces there on offense, and I I don't disagree. I think I think the Panthers are going to be a, a team to reckon with this year. Yeah, I think I think they're uh, they're an interesting team. They also uh, addition and subtraction. They got Don Terry Poe from the Falcons. Mm-hmm. They have Kawan Short, one of the underrated defensive tackles in the league. Um, they have a solid offensive line now, which was they're undoing a little bit a few years ago. Uh, Thomas Davis, is he suspended? I think he is. I think, I think he, he I, ran into some trouble. But they, I don't remember exactly what it was. They still have Luke Keekley and I, Shaq Thompson. Right, yeah. Uh, and now, and they've been working on trying to get the secondary a little bit better. Right. I like Mike Adams. Yep. Um, uh, Captain Munderland, who's always one of the best yeah. names ever. Yes. I always liked the Norris Cersei when he was in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Graham Gano is a, a solid kicker for them. Yeah. So. I I don't know. Just something about them that no, I think I, I agree. For some reason, despite winning eleven games last year, I feel like they're a little bit under the radar because of the Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara renaissance down there with the Saints, right. and then everyone was focused on the Falcons because of Matt Ryan and Julio so, Jones. When the Eagles beat the Panthers on a Thursday night last year, and then I think had the extended you know the week and a half, and then beat the Redskins at home. Like I had, it was maybe October ish. 
And I had told myself, look, if the Eagles can split these two, I'll be happy. And they won both. And that that game against the Panthers was a bloodbath. Not dirty, just what you know how what that Steelers Ravens game oh, yeah, used yeah, to yeah. be, where everybody watched just to see what was going to happen. Like that was that the Eagles Panthers game last year. Yep. And which is I'm going to wait till you see it. Great Thursday night game, but I, I, I think you know. It it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you look over the schedule and then see the it. Schedule that at the Eagles. No, at the look at the end. Oh, Saints, Falcons, and then Saints again. <laughs> now two of the three are at home and which... Tampa. Before, so yeah, man, they're they're not gonna have an easy route. I'm actually. Well, I'll let you do the wins first since I did the last one. Um, well, I went ten and six with Atlanta. Okay. I know Carolina is going is my number one, so I'll put them at a duplicate of eleven and five. Okay, so I'm gonna have them drop a game to ten and six. Are they your two then? They're, I'm gonna have them at two. Okay, so I'm gonna have them at two, and I really was going back and forth. I think, you know, there are some tough ones on the schedule there, like at Pittsburgh, at Philadelphia. Um. At Atlanta and that Virginia. last stretch where they have the Saints and the Falcons, C- Seattle, and the Saints but it's at again. home, right? So even at Detroit, I don't think is is you know real easy. <laughs> so so I think there are some tough ones there, but um, I think they're good. I think they're poised too. That is the team I have them not. So I have them as a wild card team essentially, yeah, a ten definitely. and six, and and team I don't want to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, whew. yeah. But yeah, I, I would agree, and I, I think, um, I think they're going to be duking it out with it, Atlanta for that for that spot, and it's going to come down to those tiebreakers. Which means we're both doubting the New yeah. Orleans Saints again, who uh, burned us last year for sure. Um, and you know, at the beginning, it didn't look like we were wrong because they no. started zero and two, losing to the Vikings and Patriots. But then, as the season went on, you realize, oh, Vikings and Patriots are two of the best teams uh, in the right, league. Right. It, it's not too bad. Of course, then all they did was what win eight in a row, right? And they they beat that thing where it's like teams that start zero and two don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, they did. Now, um, they lost to the Rams and Falcons uh, at nearing the end of the season, but rebounded by beating the Falcons on. Christmas Eve, which was a big one, um, that really hurt Atlanta from being able to yeah. climb their way up to the division. Right. Title I don't or know that place. that last week meant anything to the. I don't Saints. think it I did, don't think no. they could get in because the Eagles and Rams were in those top two right. spots. So I mean, they if they would have played, they probably would have beaten the Bucks, you know, and, and right, won twelve right. and four. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter to them. So they ended up then having to play the Panthers a third time and they had already beaten them twice right and they're able to do it again right which was just crazy to when you have to play a team three times it's and tough then enough to do it twice they should have beat the vikings and then they should have beaten the vikings it wasn't except for a for missed tackle a crazy crazy or great game having a terrible first quarter like yeah. you know yes the the missed tackle is the play that everyone's you know, gonna focus you, has, on you're right they were awful to start that game. Mm-hmm. Awful. So, I I don't know that I'm in the full on. I think they're going to be awful kind no, of states here. I'm not going to do that. I think Drew Brees and the weapons they have there are good enough. But I think you see it. In, in Even last year, Drew Brees was still getting hit a lot. 
I don't I don't know how long that can go on. And even if it can, I don't think the defense is going to hold up. Um, you know, it, yeah, I, I just think it, it, they're in an interesting spot. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the running back situation plays out. Um, yeah, well, it's I mean, all good and great, you know, because there was enough and there was winning to go around. But like, you know, splitting those carries as you go on, or I shouldn't say carries, but the touches as but you go Mark on. Mark Ingram suspended. So okay, you're right, right. So well, Kamara here's <laughs> Which your thanks chance. makes my uh, fantasy options really interesting. Yeah. Um. So Drew Brees will be backed up by Tom Savage, uh, Taysom Hill also there last year, but JT Barrett, mm-hmm. an interesting addition for them there. Ingram suspended, but Kamara back. They also brought in Terrence West, uh, wide receivers. They have one of the probably the guy you don't hear talked about often enough, and Michael Thomas. They also yeah. brought in Cameron Meredith. Uh, Josh Huff, who's a name that Eagles mm-hmm. fans are familiar with, as well as Ted Ginn. So they certainly have an interesting group at receiver. Not Definitely not a, a, a negative among that group. Uh, tight ends, Benjamin Watson, can't believe he's still playing. Uh, they still have um, Michael Humana Wanui, who is a, that's a great name to say. Uh, defensively, well, let's talk about the draft. Well, we mentioned this one, I think, when we did our recap because mm-hmm. we were like, we couldn't believe that they were trading up to take Marcus Davenport, the defensive end. When they traded up, we thought for sure it was going to be for Lamar Jackson because wouldn't he have been a great fit to Would sit behind Drew Brees? Spot. But no, they picked Marcus Davenport. Not only did they give up a lot to move up to get him. When they didn't have to. They they didn't need to do that. That's At least that's what the, the draft experts say. They didn't think it was a a huge need to fill no, it's with not. so much, uh, so many other people around, especially when Cameron Jordan last year was first team All Pro, I believe. Uh, to me, that just is like, was, oh man, we don't want to end up having to pay that guy. We're gonna get somebody in behind him. Yeah, it was so like, it was <laughs> it was interesting. Um, some interesting names: a linebacker, though, for us at least on yeah. a local level, Alex Anzalone, who played at Y Missing, yeah. uh, won a state championship for them as a senior in the fall of 2012. He returns in his second year. Um, he had makes, an injury last year. Yeah, he was starting the, the first yeah. f- first three or four weeks of the season. Um, Nate Stupar played at Penn State. He's there. Unfortunately, I believe the other Penn Staters have moved on, uh, unfortunately. In, uh, uh, was it Hodges and Mowdy? Were they both I there? Think, I think so. But I think Mowdy might have been with the Falcons. I'm not 100% no, sure. No, Mowdy was definitely with, okay. with New Orleans. Okay. But I wasn't sure if Hodges had joined them or not. But so... There's I, some I think, stuff to yeah. um, work through, but you know they had the, yeah. Marshawn Lattimore was a great defensive yeah. player for him. Patrick Robinson is back with them after winning yeah. the Super Bowl with yeah. uh, the Eagles. PJ Williams is there as well. Um, Von Bell, Kurt Coleman. So you know they have some names coming back on defense. Guys that ha- won the Super Bowl last year. People who have really developed into. Playmakers specifically, Marshawn Lattimore had a great, great rookie mm-hmm. season last year. Yeah, and I don't think that they're bad. I just this is a tough division, and so honestly, I feel like in most divisions I'd probably put them a little higher, but I'm going to put them at seven and nine. I think they're a 500 team, but like I think I just told you that I think the Falcons and um, Panthers are both going to win ten each, and you start it's, it's yeah. going to be tough. So I think they're going to. Lose some games yeah. there because I think those two teams are kind of better 
more more well-rounded, I guess. I'm right there with you. I'm going to say 8-8, eight and eight, which is a three-game reduction for the Saints. And I think it's mostly because of the competitiveness in the division. No. I, I think the schedule, and I think people are going to be gunning for them. No. And at some point, you've already seen Drew Brees offensively slowly step yeah. back. Well, if that continues to happen this year, they're not going to move up. They're going to retread right. a little Where bit. Where with some of these teams, like for the Jags, for example, earlier in the show, we said they don't need him. Uh, they don't need great quarterback play. They just need to be better than last year, right, to continue that progress. I don't know that the Saints are at that spot anymore where you can expect Drew Brees to be better in any year than he was the year before. Right. Not saying he's going to be bad, but like, is it a real realistic expectation to expect Drew Brees to be better this year than he was last year? I don't. I don't think you can ever do that when somebody's at this point. It's not to say he won't. It's not to say that he can't be nearly as good, but it's it's unlikely that he's better. You know what I mean? So. And I think the other teams are going to be better. So let's uh, makes it tough. I, well, I'm going to say the Saints better be five and one after they play in Baltimore <laughs> in Week Seven, because if they're at five or at four and three, or no, sorry, four and two, they're probably safe there. But if they're three and three or two and four in Week Seven, yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah. Based on what we expect from some of these other teams. Because then they have to go to Minnesota. It's going to be good. Host the Rams. Good. Go to Bengals. That should be a win. Host the Eagles. Hopefully a loss. <laughs> host the Falcons. That's going to be tough. Go to Dallas. That's going to be tough. Go to Tampa. That should be a win. Go to Carolina. That's going to be tough. Host Pittsburgh. Tough. Host Carolina. Tough. So, in that group... You can at best say that a majority of them are pushes. Nothing like the early buy with an old quarterback, too. Right. So. so the only ones that are should be wins to me are Bengals and Bucks. Yeah. And if you want to, based on results last year, you want to throw in the Cowboys, that's fine. Don't. But I wouldn't because right. it's in Dallas. Right. And Dallas is not as bad as they were last year. <laughs> no. So, no, not yeah, at all. Yeah, let's. Uh, that is a tough, tough schedule, especially at Carolina, host Pittsburgh, host Carolina. Yeah. So they need that they need to get off to a fast start. So finally, the Buccaneers, they were last last year at five and eleven. I expect them to be last this year. Justin does too. Justin, I think, where do we think? I think we have taken the lug nuts off and the wheels are prepped to fall off of this train. Yeah. They, um, they don't use lug nuts on a train, but you got right. <laughs> they Just mixing my analogies. In. Lost five straight games twice last year. That's hard to do. Uh, and I think they're worse this year. I, I yeah, I think I, I think too. you're right. Um, this is a situation. They shouldn't have fired Lovey Smith. Right. Like, think about think about what has happened here. They fired Lovey Smith to give their cutter a chance. Because they didn't, lose, they, didn't wanna, they didn't want to lose their cutter because they liked the way Jameis played under him. Well, Jameis has been nothing but issues and hasn't gotten better. Like you said, you could argue he's gotten worse. The team has gotten worse. And Lovey Smith is in Illinois, which is worse for him too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> True. But like, man... <sighs> Well, and like I look at the roster, and I just there's just not a lot there. It wasn't totally... James Winston's about to get his second coach fired. I feel like <sighs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to start the first three games of the season. Does Winston get his job back? Oh yeah. What if they're winning? 
See, oh, maybe not week four. That's what I'm saying. Like, does he get so it back as soon as So, walk in week can? four? Yeah, I feel like he does. Well, right. who do they play the first three weeks? Let's see. Oh, they play the Eagles week two. At least I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. At Saints, Eagles, Steelers. Oh, my God. If they're 3-0, and there's no way James Winston gets his job <laughs> no back. Way. If they're 3-0, and they should just release him. <laughs> you know? Oh, my oh man. Look at, the, look at that first six weeks. Now, there's a buy in there. Yeah. But they're one game that is probably like, ah, oh, you could possibly win look, that. Look at their at last. Chicago. Look at their last group too. Carolina, who we think's good. The Saints, who we don't think are that great, but better than them. Second bye. at Baltimore, not 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 maybe the what I feel like is going to be the easiest of these. But still, I don't want to go to Baltimore. You know, in December, December. and and play an ugly game. You know, that's what it's going to be. At oh, Dallas. then they have to go to to Dallas, and then they have Atlanta. Who could be playing for something? Oh, will be. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Ooh, I think it's bad. It's yeah. bad in Tampa Bay. This is I think, a year. I think they're going to be drafting a quarterback next year oh, in man. a class where everybody said they shouldn't. We shouldn't have to draft a quarterback next year. So it'll be Fitzpatrick to start, maybe Winston to finish. Who do they have at running back? You know, Peyton Barber and Shaquiz Rogers and Charles Sims have been there, but are those guys really going to carry a team? No, they've all had their chances and they couldn't do it. Now they do have a great wide receiver group. Yeah, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin. That is a great one, two, three. It's a shame yeah, so Deshaun that Deshaun Jackson is screaming at Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> it's a shame that they haven't been able to get a consistent quarterback there. Now although, maybe Fitzpatrick although, will Fitzpatrick be. Fitzpatrick might be the good fit there. That's that's true. Um, and tight end OJ Howard does he break out this year with those wide receivers? It's going to be and tough to with, really match with up with him. Fitzpatrick and maybe. Fitzpatrick could could do something. Um, offensive line. Donovan Smith, you know, we obviously like him uh, being the Penn Stater. Uh, I always I like Ali Marpet coming out. Um, DeMar Dotson, and I thought I saw there was one more name that was one of my one of my favorites, but uh, I guess it was I just saw Donovan Smith and I lost track there because <laughs> uh, I always forget that he's down there. Uh, defensively, Gerald McCoy underachieving. Yeah. This team should be stacked oh gosh, on defense. Yes. They should be. The best defense in the division. Probably, yeah. And they're arguably fighting with the Saints. Well, the Saints weren't terrible in defense. But, like, you could argue they're the worst. Well, with Gerald, Gerald McCoy and now Vita, Vey, Vita Villa. Yeah. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Vinny Curry, William Golston, uh, Noah Spence. Like, like, like they should be really good. That defensive line should be wrecking havoc. It better be better than last year because they yeah. were not good last year. They yeah. got... Moved up and down the field. They do have week in, week a linebacker that doesn't get enough credit, Levante <laughs> David, and Quan mm-hmm. Alexander had a great great year last year, uh, but they just haven't been able to do a lot. Now Vernon Hargreaves is developing to quite a nice cornerback there, but outside of that, Brent Grimes. Hopefully, Miko doesn't listen to this show because mm-hmm. we'll just be cussed out for the next mm-hmm. few weeks, just saying that Brent Grimes probably best days are behind. Yeah, him. his best days are behind him. So. You know, it's it's funny. You talk about it now. I look at it. I'm like, man, Fitzpatrick with those receivers and tight end. It's too bad they don't have a stud at running back. You know, it's too bad uh, Doug Martin. You know, right. couldn't couldn't I live don't. up to this hype. What right. he was able to produce as I a just don't know rookie. that they're going to be able to protect him and or they're strong up front on defense. I I just. I just don't see it. Yeah, and especially I, that division, that schedule. I think it's going to 
fall apart and it's going to go downhill quick. I hope they lose at least week two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put them at four wins. Oh, wow. That's a step back. Yeah. And I think their cutter's fired. I think um, I definitely am picking him fourth. I think Cutter gets fired. I'll go six and ten. Right, I think so it's it's one better, but I think it it's actually it might be a a better fit with so Fitzpatrick. I shouldn't say draft, but are they in the market for a quarterback next year? Then yeah, because if Cutter's gone and with what happened no with Winston, Winston, I think the new right. guy's going to want to come in. So, do they change the front office? So that's another because that. They could want to stick with Winston, and then that, that's always such a sticky situation. So, yeah, it's tough. I just in this division where I think the other three teams are good. Yeah, I don't think they have what it takes to do it. So that means go place your bets on the Bucks because the, they'll be the ones they're going to. They're, they're going to go twelve and four, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. So gosh, so I went Panthers at one. You went Falcons at one. Yeah. I went Falcons at two. You went oh, Panthers at two. We both went Saints at three and Bucks at four. Yep. Yeah. So that wraps up those two divisions, the AFC and NFC South. So we will be back, or the show will be back in two weeks, July 15th, and we'll do the AFC and NFC North divisions. We're starting to get to that point where people start to get really interested in what we have to say as we start tackling teams like the Packers and the Steelers and Ravens, the teams that have a pretty good following, and we get people to watch and listen and talk about. That's going to be the weekend. I'm coming back from Cleveland, too. Oh, there you so, go. There we go. You'll have fresh takes on the Browns that yeah, weekend. Everyone out there will tell me how bad they're going to be. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. So, episode 262, two weeks, Sunday, July 15th. We'll be back at our normal time. Maybe maybe a LeBron special between now and then. Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. Gosh. Could be tomorrow. I'm, I'm game. If, if, <laughs> if we need to if, – if that's what – if that response guarantees – the you know the prior part right like, so if us saying that we'll do a lebron special means lebron is coming to oh philly, yeah absolutely where do i sign we had the philly special this is philly special part two <laughs> yeah. enter lebron <laughs> yeah. uh so get more from us at jmnjrradio.com you can follow us on twitter um uh, birthday shout outs uh, katie is having her birthday this week so happy early birthday to katie also i'll say it because i don't want to forget Happy ninth anniversary to my wife, and we'll be celebrating nine the years? middle of this week. Yeah, nine oh. years. You're old. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, happy anniversary Ooh. to my aunt and uncle. We're celebrating a day after us, I believe. And uh, trying to think of, or uh, do we have other birthdays recently or coming? I'm still up? reeling from the nine years. Nine years, Justin. Nine years. You may you. Yeah, you know, I wish we should have some video of you singing. I. Eat everything. <laughs> we can pull that up and and show that on Never one mind. of these episodes. Never mind. Nope. Uh, nope. Do you have any shout outs for you? Anything to mention? Uh, no. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. This wraps up the 261st episode of the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J Raff, and I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRaff.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.